At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Morning, DNA. Uh, I am Aaron Dyche, the man of a single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions, uh, who very, very appropriately changed us back to our normal places in the video this morning. Congratulations, Danae. Well observed. Well done. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. you. You know, I do what I can to be observant and We're care for find our out, visual uh, layout. Uh, what the morning of uh, November 15th, 2021 is made of. Um, that is today. Can you believe it? Middle of November. And uh, my holidays birthday's are, in a week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your birth. Like, yeah. Like it goes your birthday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Like that's where the holidays start is with uh, Danae's birthday. So yeah, that's that's how it all works. That's how it all Hold works. On. Uh, hold on. There we go. Okay. Okay. Feeling better now about uh, positioning in the frame. I will say. Uh, it is, it is one of those things where not only the year feels like it's going very fast, but it also feels like, how is it going to be almost 70 today? Like in the middle of November, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's one of the, I'm just like, Hmm, Hmm. The, the climate seems to be doing weird things. Well, this is how uh, it is almost every year in the Midwest. I'm very used to it, but you would think that that would mean that I would check the weather before getting dressed, <laughs> which I didn't. You're saying that yeah. it's going to be in the 70s. And I'm like, but I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. No, it, it may it may it may touch 70. I don't think it's going to be in the 70s. Okay, um, but yeah. All yeah, right, fine. Yeah. Uh, Medina already thrown out a good U topic, so we will save that. I will write that down for later. If you have U topics, um, yeah, yeah, you, you can, can put uh, them up whenever. But there's a chance that if the chat gets hopping, that they disappear. Right. So when we ask the U questions again later. Um, Medina, you may have to retype that in if Aaron doesn't get back to it. Oh, so. no. I've got it written down right now. <laughs> of so. course you do, because it's related yeah. to critics. Yes. Well, it felt very specific. If it was it about dog training, you'd be like, can you just ask that again <laughs> later? And I'd be like, oh, let me write that one down. That's how it works, right? That's how it works. That's what it means to be human, I think. Um, well, we are excited. Uh, Lucas says, when is Thanksgiving? They're in the U.S. It is a week from Thursday. Mm -hmm. um, so... Yeah, that would be the So 24th. it's always on a Thursday, which means that sometimes my birthday falls on Thanksgiving. That's fun, right? Which is my favorite. <sighs> yeah. Well, is that really your favorite? Do you like yeah. your birthdays on Thanksgiving? I've always loved it. Always. I think I think there are yeah, because like Thanksgiving isn't one of those things where you're going to get like your gifts doubled up. We don't do Thanksgiving gifts really, right? No, like, it's just a lot of food and a lot of people together. A lot of and families suddenly and time off. <laughs> yeah. Get this, yeah, guys. Yeah. It's all about me on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I just realized what it was. You know, as a child, there's just this excitement when the whole entire family is together. And then suddenly it turns from, you know, let's be thankful for being together and 
what is everyone thankful for? And then there's this moment when it shifts and it gets to be Danae's birthday moment. And mm -hmm. that's probably part of why I've always loved it so much. Cause I came from a, like we used to get together for family functions all the time and we had a really big family. We still have a big family, but now, you know, we're mm -hmm. kind of spread out and everyone's doing their own thing as what's, as happens when you get older and have your own families to take care of and all that stuff. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I've always loved it. Plus pumpkin pie I, is my favorite. So any, when you get to have pumpkin pie on your birthday mm -hmm. and it's Thanksgiving at the same time, aces. My, uh, my birthday sometimes falls on Memorial Day. Uh, and I like that too. I like it because, you know, there's more time off, you know, there's family stuff mm -hmm. planned. Like, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's nice to have your birthday, uh, occasionally fall on a holiday, uh, in that way. Uh, Jacket asks, is anything planned for the birthday show next Monday? Mm-hmm. Yep. There is? Mm-hmm. Yep. We're just doing a regular show. I exactly. think is the answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's planned. It we are planned. planning on doing a show. Yeah. Yeah. And we may maybe. have an an in an in studio we, guest potentially. Yeah, maybe we have a studio. We have a guest. We have a studio guest. Maybe we have a guest. Maybe we'll have a guest next Monday. Maybe we'll. Uh, maybe maybe there'll be some special things. You don't know. Who knows? Um, really asking the important why really. <laughs> Real, Real Mikey, Mikey mm -hmm. that I turned into really. Uh, mm -hmm. Do candles stay up in a pumpkin pie? They do if the pumpkin pie is made correctly. <laughs> right. Unless it's made too soupy. Uh, if then it's you're a in soupy trouble. pie, then you're in trouble. But that's true for cake as well. Yeah. At the end of the day, uh, really, Ander, um, you know, the pumpkin pie is is going to hold the candles just fine. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not taking the day off for my birthday. Um, I rarely do. Usually it's just a celebration dinner. So I'm guessing like in the evening, family and friends will probably go out and have some sort of sort of like restaurant celebration mm -hmm. um if everyone's feeling up for going out to a restaurant that is so yeah. um yeah. but no i think like birthday parties for me kind of stopped when i was in middle school i think <laughs> it's been a while no yeah, i think no, no i had one i had one when i was at the with radio station when i turned 33 i had a 112233 party because you i sure thought did. that was kind of cool and then all of the gifts were um given to a charity that uh was this really cool charity for um uh children who are going through the why can't i think of the word please pause while danae's brain catches up <laughs> I would uh, like to help you, but I'm not sure what you're uh, what you're thinking it's of. It's not adoption. It's when uh, you have the child temporarily. Why can't I think of the word? When, when you, a child when is you, taken and put into a home temporarily. Uh huh. Uh -huh. That process. That would Come be. Come on, chat. Uh, that foster. would be foster care. Thank you, yes. Swanky Pants. I also think yes. of <laughs> So there's this really great foster uh, charity called Sammy's window and he had gone through the or his parents had done fostering all his mm -hmm. life growing up. And so he created this uh, organization where the foster kids could come and shop for their own clothes and their own items. They can essentially, they get a backpack and they can fill it because he had talked to enough over time that having a sense of ownership of their own things was really valuable to them. Mm -hmm. And so um, at my one, one, two, two, three, three party, people would just brought in donations for that. And that was a really fun one because, nice. you know, I don't need anything. Yeah. I've, I yeah. got everything I need. Uh, by the way, in Australia, uh, it's just called beer care. Um, they just what? call it beer care in, instead of foster. Isn't, isn't foster's Australian for beer? Isn't that the, isn't that the ad? <laughs> 
you know, explaining jokes is the best part of the joke. It's the best part of the joke. Uh, anyhow, yes, uh, that is that is correct. Uh, it's really great to see everybody. Uh, are we ready to shoot a dough today? You want to shoot a dough? Uh-huh. All right. I sure it. do. So uh, we will do the D-N-A-N-U. There will be a D topic, an A topic, and as many U topics as we can get through this morning. Um, so, so yeah, <laughs> Danae. <laughs> Listen, the chat loves it. Isaac says, oh, I know, Aaron. I know. And I take that as a compliment. Uh, Jagged says, slow clap, Aaron. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my topic today is a simple one. This is based on things happening in my own life. And I just have to know what chore are you guys ignoring hmm. this week? Just kind of curious. <laughs> uh, I think all of us put certain things off that we consider chores. Sure. The chores of our youth might be different than the chores of adulthood. Like when I was mm -hmm. a youth, I didn't really have a lot of chores except for taking care of the dogs was one of my chores I had to do. Um, yeah. I am doing that every day in my adult haven't life. The, had, hadn't haven't <laughs> fed the dogs in a week. Uh, that's the chore I'm putting off. But I realized um, I'm back into a, a, a pattern of mine that I think is is surprising to me in some ways and not in others. So I I'm a clutter I'm a clutter pile person mm -hmm. and the clutter piles within them is it's like a treasure of what it could be so i've got this clutter pile that's going on over here that you can't mm -hmm. see um i'll name a few things in the clutter pile for you there is a canister of, of beads um there is a cowboy hat there are clorox uh wipes we have several um post-it note piles nice uh, a pair of socks um, there is a candle holder and uh, a tape measure hmm. um, and taxes that should be filed. Now, listen, what happens with these clutter piles is they kind of go over in the corner and then they become a, I can do this later pile. And then that collects more and more and more. And mm -hmm. then these are around the house. So I have one on the kitchen table. I've got one by the garage door. Um, and then there's about six or seven in my bedroom right now. And the worst time to think about the chore that I'm putting off, which in this case for me are my clutter pile projects, because it's not just one thing. It's like mm -hmm. everything is a project to me. Yeah. It requires thought. It requires action plans. And I sometimes just don't have the mental fortitude to just go into it. So then I'll do right. other things, right? But the thing is, is like, I shouldn't be thinking about this into the night. I lay awake last night for like maybe an hour. I should have just gotten up and taken care of a clutter pile, but instead I just like just ruminated on it, was just marinating in the things I'm not doing well. And if I you have... think about it long enough, it'll take care of itself. That's what I've heard. <laughs> right. Yes. That's <laughs> yes. Somehow these taxes will file themselves. Um, I realized something though. I have not seen my personal organizer in like three months. And she is my, I've talked about her before, so I won't spend a lot of time on it, but she is my like therapy. So mm -hmm. some people go to see a therapist. I have a, a, a personal organizer come to my house and she sits down with me and we yep. do projects together because it's such a mental minefield for me to mm -hmm. make these steps. And my life has become so much better since working with her over the last, I think like year and a half, but we keep missing each other's schedules. And I just, I guess I knew that I was a with someone clutter cleaner. Mm -hmm. um, 
in some ways in other ways i can just you know clean stuff by myself but in this particular field this minefield i am a with person and i thought maybe after a year and a half i could i can tackle some things without having someone come sit down and kind of help me stay on task but there are some i'm still struggling with so it was kind of an interesting revelation <laughs> like oh i still got lots of work to do mm-hmm. but i i am so mad at myself for letting it get like it's getting bad again in my opinion now some people might be like yeah it's fine like that's not a big deal it is but fine. for me it, is it, fine. it stresses me out it, it, does, it, does me, it, it, it does me too i find myself in a bit of a funk when i know i have projects lingering in my brain that like there's a disorganization to it Mm-hmm. that my my mental space uh you know struggles with which is yeah. which is why in general now as you know a 40 something year old man uh i actually do a lot of chores now like i don't leave chores undone for the most part now i'm doing you know the dishes every day i'm doing laundry weekly um you know like it's i i have if i can get it into a system in a pattern i'm locked in and then you know it's just a matter of when i leave town and come back and then (laughs) to to kind of restart a lot of that stuff right now like the only thing that's lingering in my brain is our garage our garage needs a good cleaning but we do that that once project to you or is it like a a once a year thing we do that once a year i mean listen if you're talking about chores it's a chore right it's not fun to clean the garage but um that's 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 the one where anytime i walk through our garage my brain goes oh my goodness look at all this stuff that is not where it goes right look now at this stuff isn't, <laughs> isn't it, it a mess <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you think i'm collecting so many things that are just all over <laughs> somebody the please just break into my garage and take it all um i so. love jagged's response to this question this week <laughs> <laughs> vacuuming yeah. everything yeah 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 that is that is man we have have been fortunate enough to have somebody uh do that for us for the last couple months and it has absolutely changed our lives like uh, just the the pressure of how often do you vacuum how often do you dust like that kind of stuff it's like we know it's happening every few weeks it has to happen regularly right yeah if you have the animals i remember when i had a saint bernard a pit bull an Australian shepherd, and then like a little mutt dog that was essentially a miniature German shepherd, they all shed. Mm-hmm. And why was vacuuming the hardest thing? Eventually it's just the, the new carpet layer comes and it's yeah. just dog hair. And then it kind of like, like the Red Sea, it just parts on either side of the aisle of your home. And then you just walk along the carpet that existed beforehand. Yeah, That's yeah. when you know you really need to vacuum. This kind of this is the kind of stuff that that speaks to me. Uh, Medina mm-hmm. says uh, I need to update my business finances. Yeah, like the, like updating, <sighs> uh, you know, kind of that more uh, organizational stuff that's digital or those kind of like that is that is stuff that man, I I really my brain loves that stuff. And when it's not done, it just it wants to get it done. So so yeah. Um, ignoring the leaves that need raking, says Lolly. I tweaked my back last week and it's feeling better, but I'm hiding behind the excuse still. Go, go for it. <laughs> use it as long you as you need to. Use that as long as you need. Tweaking your back is serious. That's mm-hmm. like, uh, that's, um, healthcare Danae coming through. Mm-hmm. Wait until you're all healed up. The last thing you need to do is, you know, throw out a disc because you decide that the leaves need to be raked. Just mm-hmm. mow over the top of them. Yeah, go disc Use golfing. them as mulch. 
That, no. That'll throw out a disc. <laughs> also, no. no. No, probably not. Yeah. Uh, Slab says, coming up in six months in my new house and still have a basement full of boxes and stuff. I swear I'm going to put on eBay any day now. We've got uh, we've got one problem area in the house left, and it is our master closet, walk-in closet, and it's just there's just a lot of stuff in there. We just need to go through and organize, and that's another room I'm rarely in. Uh, you may not know this about me, but I only have a few <laughs> pairs of clothes. You know, I have like two shirts, <laughs> one pair of pants, so I'm not usually in the closet. Uh, but um, but yeah, yeah, drink your water, Danae. Do it. Very nice. Okay, I will. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's another area that if I'm in there, I'm like, oh, I should probably spend some time in here. But then again, you know, it's not really my domain either. So if, you know, if my wife is comfy with it, then, you know, who am I to complain? What really helped me on, um, the, the unpacking of boxes and stuff is we just kept everything in the central room of the house. So we just tackled it one day at a time until it was mm -hmm. just all gone and we didn't put anything back in the basement until we absolutely had to so yeah i don't know if that would help but and you're not asking for opinions you're just telling me what sure bigger, bigger slab i can tell you anything uh doughboy danae has a question for you who is she interviewing um hi doughboy <laughs> <laughs> Um, welcome to um, my Twitch channel on Monday. So on Mondays, I do a podcast recording. So with my uh, radio partner and creative partner, Aaron Dicer. Hi. So my channel is a mix of uh, this, which is what I've been doing with Aaron uh, in some capacity. We did radio together for uh, a number of years, did like a regular morning show that you would tune into the radio and hear morning show. Mm -hmm. We did that together for a while. And we're also creative partners in podcasting, podcast network. Um, and we have many other projects we do together. We both work for CinemaSins, the YouTube channel. So we uh, love to just connect and hang out. And this is like our Monday morning show. Yeah. So that's what you're tuned into right now. And then throughout the rest of the week, you might catch me doing my role play as Babs or Sadie Jean on Wild RP. And coming up, I will be doing some guest appearances on some Dungeons and Dragons shows too. So... I am. I'm not actually interviewing Aaron. We're hanging out. <laughs> that would be fun. And that would I be hope, fun, though. I hope that you enjoy hanging out with us. Thanks for being here. Uh, Lolly <laughs> says, "I write a physical pen and paper to do list before bed. I can't explain why, but a paper oh list gosh. will take it out out of my brain better than using my phone." Lolly, one hundred percent. I don't put pen to paper, but I do the same thing digitally. I have a digital to do list that I have to have in concrete form i cannot keep it in my brain i mean it's it's literally over here to my right it is always up in front of me and i have things bolded that need to get done this week and then once they're done i if they're a one-time thing i un i delete them if they're a weekly thing i unbold them and so every week i start with a you know a list of bolded things <laughs> So, oh my gosh, I, so, I used to do the, that. The, hard, the harder, the things I know are going to take like dedicated time are also underlined. So I have a system that helps me at a glance, see what my week looks like. And, if it's going to take three months, I highlight the third letter in orange. <laughs> and then on the sixth Sunday of every month, I reorganize them in order of the solstice you laugh experience. but i'm not like I, I could talk about one other part of it which i love is i actually put a spacer between weeks so stuff that's coming up in the future like this it kind of allows it to be my calendar as well 
so I have like little chunks of like, I know this is the next week, the week after that, the week after that of stuff that's, that's coming up. And then, so like monthly stuff, I will unbold and then move down to the next month. Um, but yeah, I, I can't, I can't do it without it. I have so much that I have to do. Um, I have tried. <laughs> I have tried. I could but do the it. same system for you, Danae. All you just tell me, you know, when you get stuff done and I'll, you, you know, You want to organize it. my world? <laughs> <laughs> no. Sure. You don't even know. You don't even know. No, listen, like I will find, this is what I do. I Let me show you an example. Mm-hmm. Here are some ideas I had yesterday. <laughs> this is the chaos of my life. I write mm -hmm. them down and then they're out of my mind. And then I also will like, I'll make lists of things and then I'll find those lists and then I'll go back through and then I'm like, oh, this is my new system. And then that lasts for about 12 seconds. And then I mm -hmm. go on to the next thing. I'm just, I'm too, ba -ba 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 -ba. and keeping track of it all. And then going back to an old list and seeing things that haven't been accomplished in six years is depressing. And so why keep track of it all? You know, if something is really important, It'll be on fire when you get back to it. And that's how you know. <laughs> Listen, I just, I operate the way I operate. I'm sure people in the chat are like, you are doing more work <sighs> to get your work done than your actual work. And I have to say to you, you are so incorrect. Uh, it is, it's really once, once it's there, it's not that hard to, to manage and update and. You know, I get something done, I go unbold it. How hard is that? That's not I, hard. I have to address this one um, from Real Mikey too, who says, anyone else sometimes need the threat of someone coming over to stay on top of chores? Yeah. A hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like before the organizer comes over, I organize. Before a cleaner comes over, I clean. Before a guest comes over, I panic and go into full like, why mm -hmm. am I this way? Oh God, please someone come save me mode. Mm -hmm. So yep. anyway. Yeah, totally. Uh, danger. I really appreciate uh, the chore that danger is having trouble with, uh, showering. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's real, you know, the, that's real. Thanks that's for real. sharing that with Thanks us. Thanks for sharing. Appreciate it's it. fine. That's okay. Because let me just tell you, I got a new pair of pants. I wore them last Monday. If you want to see them, I have several embarrassing moments of jumping up and showing my legs multiple mm -hmm. times. I, they're very yeah. comfortable. I'm very excited. I wore them for four days without taking them off to do any cleaning. I just, they were my morning, my evening, my everywhere pants. I loved them and I still love them, but they are being washed because they are standing up on their own now. Caleb says, I have four loads of laundry that I need to put away stuffed into one basket on my floor. <laughs> one basket of four loads. That's yeah. legit. Just throw That's that legit. stuff in a drawer. Don't need to fold it or anything. Uh, I think this feels important. Polly says, uh, hey, I finally got a notification for the show and it was, it was Aaron's Twitch. Not YouTube, not Twitter, not Danae's Twitch. So I'm here. So just so you know, if you really want to succeed in watching the show, you need to, you know, probably subscribe to my Twitch, I think is probably what would need to happen for, for you, you to really, really do. Um, hey, all of my subs, please try or all my friends, please go hang out. He does have a Twitch. There is his link in the chat. Um, if you want to really throw him off. You can go give him a follow and then come back so my numbers stay up because this is a <laughs> that's right no genuinely genuinely <laughs> no, uh rocks twitch much better than i do the only thing you silly. if you if you follow my twitch you will get a show uh, on sundays on saturday mornings saturdays. uh yeah called sif pop where we uh review movies and that kind of so another pop very nice oh my gosh so many there we've got kitchen cabinets needing cleaned and or painted um 
putting off, putting things in boxes. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's so much. Yeah. We haven't cleared the living room of boxes. Yeah, that's a theme. That's a theme. Maybe we can do something as a group. And one day we just, while you watch the show, you draw in a box of things and go put it away. Aaron's hand is gigantic. Just a reminder, Aaron himself is six foot six. Yep, four foot 30. Um, And he is linebacker built. (laughs) Thank you. Like my brother is six foot five. And he's very like tree like, you know, he's he's long and lean slender. Yeah. And like he has wrists like mine where you can they're mm-hmm. really skinny and you can see all the veins. Whereas yeah, Aaron is. Yeah, I, we really should. There are pictures of us together and that would give you kind of a, a better idea mm-hmm. of our. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Slab adds that you are the perfect size for hugging when safe. I love a good hug. I'm a hugger. That is for sure. Uh, all right. Let's see. I love this one from Jagged. Oh, my God. I just, my kids ask who's coming over when we clean the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? God. I, I should also mention uh, that there is a stage of life thing here as well. Today, you are in a stage of life where you have a toddler uh, or a, you know, a growing child. You know, she's four now. And Excuse can... me. She thinks she's very old. <laughs> but that creates another level of chores, right? Like there is another level of doing things for your child. When when our kids were younger, when we had four kids under the age of, you know, 10, like our house was a disaster area all the time. <laughs> like we couldn't keep up with it. Like they're, they're just stages of life. So, yeah. So I remember those days of. The only time we actually cleaned our house was when people were coming over. Like, because it makes sense. Otherwise, it's our entire life, you know, and it just, you, and who you wants also, to just clean all the time? You have to work and, you know, do other things. So, right. Um, so, yeah, like, so stage still. of life has, has a lot to do with that. You know, now that our kids are older, they're uh, taking care of themselves. <laughs> like, I couldn't say it without laughing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it for my topic. Uh, Aaron, nice. do you want to switch over to your topic? Well, sure. okay. When's the recent time someone made you feel old? Um, this is <laughs> now, this is one of those things that I, uh, as you get older, you're going to experience more. But I think everybody has examples of this. Once you're out of your teen years, like there is, you know, there's always going to be some recent example of somewhere it's like, oh, I'm I'm the old one in this situation. The reason I ask this is I was working uh, out with my trainer this morning and uh, he found out that I am a movie guy, that I am a movie critic, that, you know, I love movies. And of course, whenever anybody finds out that you are into movies, they want to tell you about their, their movie favorite experience, movie, their yeah. favorite movies, all that kind of stuff. And that's fine. I love that stuff. But he says, you know what I've been getting into recently are the old classics. Uh, I was like, oh, oh, cool. Tell me tell me about the uh, the old classics that you've been getting into recently. Oh, my God. Please say Wayne's World or something. <laughs> He's like, like the Matrix. And, uh, <laughs> and then he was is like, is that an um, old classic? That's 1999, my dear. Uh, that is. Is that a, but, but I don't know. When I think about classic, this I think, is why it made Oof. me feel old. That's what I'm saying to him. 
The Matrix is like this thing that was like 10 years before he was born or whatever, you know, or whatever it is. The old um, classics. The classics, like The Matrix and The Green Mile. And it's yeah. just like, but what makes oh, a movie man. a classic? I always feel like, okay, so, so, so growing up when you were in, when you're in school, like, it's like, Hey, you know, um, we're going to read the classics and you have to read like the classic books, you know, mm -hmm. that have been around for forever. I don't know. I just, I guess there would be a certain list of movies that would be the same. All right. Come on. Come on. We're having some dog time now. Uh, some dog time is needed. Well, it's just, he's going to, he's not going to leave me alone. And he's going to do mm -hmm. the thing where he pushes the chair away from the microphone in order mm -hmm. to get my attention. So yeah, we'll just, yeah, yeah. we'll just say hello to Teresa's right now. Um, that's interesting, Aaron. It is interesting. And it got me thinking, like, I, I assume he is in his, like, early to mid 20s. Like, if he's calling the main, because that would have been around the time he would have been born, um, I would think. But. But yeah, for me, it has to be like, you know, black and white is what I would consider something, you know, to be right. a classic. Anything right. after the anything after color, for whatever reason. Prerequisite for, for classic black and white. Black and white, right? I, I don't know. But um, but yeah. Uh, Caleb says anything 30 years or older is a classic. So Matrix would not uh, qualify for that. But it will here in about eight years. Um, Maybe so, he's yeah. just using the word classic incorrectly. <laughs> like no just to him like he doesn't he doesn't have a memory of that stuff coming out right like you know what i mean so to him it's anything anything before you were aware of it is from another era right yeah so i like to think of like if, if a movie came out in 1975 i may think of it as a like jaws for instance i may think of jaws as a classic um you know for me uh, being born right around when that came or star wars or something like that but okay i, I just really. read this and uh, define classic, I ask Google. And Google says, serving us as a standard of excellence. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if you take it on like a really broad level, I can see how you might call certain movies classic because they sort of did something phenomenal mm -hmm. and they have this, they kind of like broke the mold of of excellence and i can see maybe where matrix is kind of like that that matrix was matrix was one of the big ones that mm -hmm. broke out into the action category did the whole like you know falling backwards mm -hmm. really mixed in cgi like i can see how maybe that would be a broader term so yeah i i think there is the thing of instant classic that I will hear people talking about, like you know, um, Roma is an instant classic, or Lord you know, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is an instant classic. Instant classic. Lord of the Rings, by the way, only two years older than the Matrix, like, or two years younger than the Matrix. Like, it, like it's a classic now, by the way. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> but I can see so. how they might use that word. However, I <laughs> I imagine that you're just like, oh, oh what are you talking? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, let's see some of your thoughts. Polly says, I felt old last Wednesday when I hit 40 and had a surprise party with everyone saying I'm over the hill and all of that. Oh, no. It's just a number. That's just a number. I, I know our culture likes to do that, but I was just reading something. No, I was listening to something uh, from a scientist who is uh, in the cutting edge uh, field of age research. And he was saying that he thinks within 30 years, lifespan will expand 50 years. He thinks 150 will be the normal lifespan within the next uh, 30 years. So, Hear that body? 
<laughs> Let's go. <laughs> the re it was really interesting. The reasons he gave were there has been medical advancement with understanding how cellular regeneration works. Hear that cellular regeneration? <laughs> Let's go. And the idea is you'll take like a um well, you know how like uh, what's it called when you get sick and you'll do like a Z pack or something like that? Oh, like yeah, an ana uh -huh. like an antibody, you know. Yeah, booster or something. Right. So you'll have the same thing with aging. Like when you're, you feel like, like you're an ready. Age pack. Yeah. You'll have like an age pack. You'll take a series of pills and it will convince all of your cells to go back to what it was like to be, you know, 20 years old take or whatever. It now. So. Take it now. And then it like freezes me right where I am now. <laughs> I mean, so, as somebody who had a kid later in life, it's like I think about her you know, not having mom and dad around, like I get to have my mom and dad around forever mm -hmm. because they had a child when they were teenagers, basically. Right. And I wouldn't necessarily recommend having children when you're teenagers either, but like I get to hang out with them a lot longer. Whereas on the tail, you know, like we're on the opposite swing of that pendulum yeah. for our kids. So yeah, no, totally. We had our I kids when we were in our mid twenties. So I would yeah. pop a forever pill. No, I'd have to think about that first. Nope. I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. That was yeah, quick. 100%. I, that if, was quick. If, if modern medicine goes that direction, hundred um, percent. But uh, but anyways, I found that interesting. So yeah, those they're just they're literally just numbers, and we never know what those numbers are going to mean. But also, but yeah. uh, Lolly has a suggestion for your trainer. Says sack him and hire an older <laughs> trainer. I like him. <laughs> I like the kid. Uh, he, the he kid. Also, he oh. also <laughs> he also did a thing. Are you going to tell him? Yeah yeah yeah. He <laughs> he gonna... also did a thing where. <laughs> Sorry. So, so first of all, you know, uh, oh we've just God. been working together for about a month, uh, maybe three weeks. Maybe this is our third week working together. And he's he is, uh, you know, he doesn't have necessarily an intense personality, but as a trainer, he wants to have those moments, right, where he's encouraging me and inspiring me. And so he will get into these modes where it's like, you got this, you got this, you know, just like a trainer should do or whatever. Well, he's encouraging you. He's, he's encouraging kind of pushing me. you to the next so, level. So he's pushing me through an exercise the other day. And he's like, you got this, big dog. Let's go, big dog. And I was like, what now? What What was that? <laughs> like, who are we? And I literally stopped in the middle of my exercise and went, big dog, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you tiny potato like what are you i was like so so for me what it's it's just a it's probably a nickname thing in general like you don't know me like that right like it's it's one of those things where when somebody at the drive through window calls me sweetie or honey or whatever and i'm just like no and you just clap back not, like quit it it's like you don't know me sweetie huh like is that the relationship oh, we have drive through person doll face um you gotta you gotta earn those you gotta earn those um call so, him like so. little pup see how he likes that <laughs> he was like he was like well what works better and i was like well you know i have a name <laughs> you, could, aaron. you could use that you could you aaron know, is fine aaron uh dicer is my last name that's fine dicer's cool I, i'd go by that dice you know some people call me dice I, that'll work so in our imaginations let's have like scene one aaron is called big dog in workout calmly puts down his weights has a conversation <laughs> with the trainer about how he doesn't like to have nicknames and mm -hmm. the better way to approach him in general is just with his name, which is Aaron and kind of has a conversation and de-escalates all the adrenaline that's been building up from this workout and, uh -huh. and then, you know, goes back to workout. Now, scene two is Danae, someone calling Danae big dog in a workout to pump her up. I'm like, rrr, rrr, 
<laughs> I would just immediately right. just start right. barking and going mad and right. running into it. And I would go way too far in the other direction. Also, not true at all. It would just be an empty workout room with the with the workout guy being like, man, she is standing me up because <laughs> Danae does not work yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe ever. Anyway, um, I, I assume it works with most people. I assume you just pick a nickname and you just go with it. And just it's sure. just for me, it's just weird. It's just like big dog. I, I like, you know, I, yes, I, yeah. I guess I'm it's I'm just big, not, but it's it just feels you. weird. Yeah. Some people yeah. be fine with it. You're not yeah, totally. you're not that guy. Um, back into what makes you feel old. This one's from uh, So Swanky Pants, who says my son saw a phone in a hotel room when he was younger and asked what it was. That was mm. the first time that I felt old a landline yeah yeah i i wrote a joke recently for a script that involves the save symbol because in the movie um have we released that one already uh do i, I think know? so i think so I think okay we, yeah so in the movie black widow there's yeah. a moment where they're uh, the the guy the the father figure and the mother figure at the very beginning are like holding this floppy disk and they're like do you mm -hmm. have the information and they're talking back and forth holding the floppy disk and i decided to point out that there's a great portion of the audience who's going to be confused going why are they holding the save symbol in their hands and then mm -hmm. there's a portion of the audience who's going to have to stop watching this movie to explain to the younger people how we used to have to save digital storage on our mm -hmm. computers yeah. and those are the kinds of things that i think can make you feel old like the shape of the phone on our phones isn't the shape of a phone and there's this whole history there and you get to kind of be the one to explain yeah. it so it is fun uh slab says went back to college and as a transfer student had to attend freshman orientation when i went to check in the woman looked up to, up at me and asked the name of my child she thought i had a college aged child <sighs> mm -hmm. Woo. yeah inappropriate yeah, questions for 400 <laughs> <laughs> oh dear uh yes 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 uh caleb says i'm still in the age group where i make people feel old and not vice versa but TikTok does make me feel very old. That's the thing, right? There's always the next thing. I remember like Snapchat really made me feel old when it came out. I was like, I don't get this. I don't understand <laughs> like what in the world. You wanna put on a different face? That's yeah. interesting. Um, TikTok, uh, TikTok I understood more quickly, but it was, you know, it's so attention span, you know, like micro attention span kind of stuff. I feel like but. mine is a bit boring, but mine is, I went to a theme park um, and I did not ride roller coasters for the first time ever because quote unquote, <laughs> I don't want to throw my neck out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's, it is part of aging, but it's also related to just things that happen because you age. Like my whole body has been out of alignment since having a child and I'm just not getting back to kind of like being in alignment where yeah. like my hips feel kind of normal again and my neck is sort of getting better and I just don't want to risk it. Whereas younger Danae would be like, I don't care, I'm gonna go on a roller coaster. Now yeah. I'm being cautious and I'm standing at the entrance like, I really, really, really want to go. But if I do, I and then my neck goes out, then I will be risking potentially two or three days of a migraine. And do I want to do that? And let's see, what do I have on my schedule? No, I don't have time built in for a migraine. And yeah. that makes me feel 
old or I not think. riding roller coasters yeah. well just the reason behind it like really sure. having to justify sure. like i mean i still want to ride them yeah. uh class uh classy packs hey class says i feel old just because i write cursive and people can't read it that's so true that is so true this has happened to me where i've written mm -hmm. in cursive and it's not been some what is that is that elvish know. yes <laughs> yes 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 i'm writing to you in the the uh the script Tolkien's of my tongue. four bearers that's, right. that's uh, right yes because when i read lord of the rings i decided that i was in love with the elves it's actually true i, I did mm -hmm. instantly fall in love with elves who who doesn't yeah. um and then when lord of the rings movie came out and all the the websites popped up with like learn to write in elvish i did that for a time so yes this cursive is mm -hmm. me with my yeah. native elvish tongue yep 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 real mikey Legit. with another big one not only are most of my coworkers young uh younger than my coworkers, uh i think i think he means career uh many of my pop culture references are older than they are too pop culture references are a big one i'll you know quote the simpsons or something and <laughs> it's just like you know that was now 40 years ago the simpsons started you know it's like it's it's wild Awkward. um yeah so yeah i mm -hmm. can i totally feel that one for sure let's talk about something else shall we let's go to the you topics um yeah let's do it this is the part of the show where you guys throw out uh oh hey whoa Hi. Wow. Hey, this is our this relative is... size now. Whoa. Now we are. <laughs> <laughs> now this is actually when we stand side by side in person. Yes, this is what this it usually is what looks it's like. like. This is what it usually Sorry looks like. Sorry about that. Uh, so any question goes, we will get to as many as we can. <laughs> Just put a U in front of your question. And I think, Aaron, you had one earlier that you wanted to. No, I lost it. Just kidding. Uh, yes. No, it's about question. critics. You're not going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Are critics too hard on movies uh, is the U question. Um, you have 20 seconds. Go. I have 20 seconds. I was just, I was being a naughty horrible co-host who has got it heard got the it. answer to this question a few times have you well why yeah. don't you why don't you regurgitate it then tell me tell me what what you would think uh i would say in answer to this question you should Are never ask hard? me to regurgitate no go ahead regurgitate anything it. yeah um no i've heard you answer this question in multiple ways uh okay. so the question is are they too harsh yeah are critics too hard on movies i don't think so I think people can be too hard on movies and some people have a title of critic and uh, no, I don't remember what you say about this at all. All right. Uh, here's what I say. Uh, I say I actually that like how you talk about critic stuff, I, which is I, why I'm going to keep interrupting you. <laughs> Sorry. Feel free. Feel free. Uh, the thing with critics is they are all different. Uh, so that's the first thing. Just like humans, every critic is different. However, I think when people ask this, what they're really asking is about do critics look at things that aren't important to most people, right? So when when a, somebody who loves movies and ha takes a critical eye on it, they're going to look at a bunch of things that most people when they watch a movie aren't going to think about, right? Most people when they watch a movie are going to think about one thing, pretty much one thing. Am I enjoying myself? Am I having a good time? Am, is this you know is this a good movie or a bad movie? And that is defined by did I have a good time or a bad time, right? Critics don't do that. Critics try to take it apart and go, okay, why didn't I enjoy this movie? Or why did I enjoy this movie? Um, my goal is to both explain my own feelings and also present enough information about the movie that you can make up your own mind about what you might uh, think about the movie as well. 
Um, so I think in the way that most people mean this question, yes, critics are too hard on movies, but that is, I think, necessary because there is a level of starting to understand storytelling, pop culture, those kind of things that I think is valuable and important and can help us all figure out why we like what we like and, you know, what we're going to like. So, yeah. Lolly so. reacts with, wait, critics are just human people? I'm disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Slab says, I swore they were tomatoes that were either fresh or rotten. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's an interesting, uh, since you mentioned Rotten Tomatoes, and I do uh, submit as a critic to Rotten Tomatoes, um, I just saw somebody break down the Eternals reviews by the critics' gender and race and that kind of thing. And I think it's va really valuable to understand we all come from a different perspective and that those things can impact the way we see and what we do enjoy. And so... Um, so yeah, I think it's it's one of those things where you can you can understand that everybody comes from a perspective and also find the critics that you feel like can match your perspective the most or that you know give you the information you need to make the decisions you want to make about what you're going to watch and all that kind of stuff. So, totally. Um, let's see uh, another you question. This is from Jagged uh, what's a crafty gift or project you've made for someone? How did it turn out? I'm making my wife a surprise booze advent calendar because they cost too much to buy. I'm not sure it's turning out great. <laughs> <laughs> How does a booze advent, is it huge? Have you done it? Have you ever done an advent calendar where, no. where each day you try to so like there, I've done a, I've seen candy ones. Like it's a different candy on each day leading up to Christmas. I'm sure this is just a different uh, drink but right but then day. how do you do you do you just like you pull out the recipe card and then you have the drink it'll just you'll open it up and it will just say the name of the drink i would imagine and then you go make the drink it's in you know it's in the alcohol cabinet or wherever like, people store like alcohol every morning <laughs> you wake up you go to the advent calendar and somebody has already prepared the shot for you and it's like a little <laughs> shot glass that has mm -hmm. the drink inside of it. That's what I think would be really fun. And that would be very difficult to do. Yeah, that's that's not a great idea. Uh, that that would be that would be way too hard. Oh, come on. Come on, Aaron. Okay, okay, <laughs> you go to a restaurant and the entire wall is an advent calendar and it has a like one of those beer pour spout thingies. Everyone tap. comes in the tap. Yes, of course it's the tap. Everyone knows that. And you open it up and just and that's what you get that day. This is a great idea. It's sure. a tiny bottle. It's a tiny mm -hmm. bottle. That's so okay. cute. Like a little miniature. Out so that means that it's a pretty big advent calendar. It still would have to, the, even the tiniest bottle would still have to be a pretty big calendar. Yeah. It's it's essentially a it's, it's a it's a Narnia cupboard. You just like, you open it up and it's just stuffed mm -hmm. with like twenty five or however many. I have never done an advent calendar before. Yeah. I recently learned about advent calendars. In the last five years, I did not know what they were. I didn't know that's something people did or do. Yeah. And there are so many kinds and I instantly wanted all of the years back so that I could advent calendar because it would mean more things. And we I have, am uh, a selfish person. We have a uh, Christmas ornament advent calendar that we've used for, for quite a while um, where mm -hmm. you just have a different ornament under each day that you hang on the tree. So every day you get a new ornament to hang on the tree. Oh, so, I want one yeah. that I can eat. <laughs> well, some Christmas ornaments you can eat. You know, it's a possibility. Oh, that's true. <gasps> Ooh, is this the year that we do a popcorn? Nope. No, nope, we've got dogs and a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, don't, you nope. don't want food on your tree. You don't want no. food on your tree. No, I don't. 
Um, I missed the question. I had it popped up and now I took it down and I apologize. I'll, I'll throw this. Okay. I'll throw this one up there. Uh, you can find another one. This is uh, for me. Uh, you I question. To, it was a craft question. It was a craft question. Oh, I wanted okay. to answer it really quickly. Um, just super super fast. Yes. One of my favorite craft things that we did, and you can kind of see it. There's like a little box right there and right there in the background uh, for podcast listeners. If you haven't seen the room that I broadcast from, it's just all my stuff in my room. Mm -hmm. And it's just years and, and years really of collected items. You can't really tell what she's pointing to. It just looks really like tell. a variety of colors behind her. Some muted greens and, and beiges. Let me make this story quick because it's not that interesting, but I like it a lot anyway. So one day I went to the glasses store. I wear glasses. And they were throwing with this massive trash bag filled with glasses boxes. So my husband used to work at lens crafters in the mall and they have like the really expensive uh frames you know like michael kors and dolce and cabana and all the ones that are super super expensive and every year he'd get like a free you know free frame for working there and so that's why i have expensive frames because otherwise i wouldn't anyhow so i was at this expensive place for that reason and the reason i bring up that it's expensive is because when they ship them they ship in these really stout boxes like thick boxes really really good boxes for all kinds of things you could put them into like drawers to organize stuff or whatever blah 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 and so i could not let them throw away a huge huge bag of these boxes so i i took them home some might say i saved them I like to say I saved them. And so mm -hmm. I had those boxes for oof, five years. <laughs> there were so many, but we ended up making projects out of them. So I would take them on like retreats with people where we would sit down, take craft paper, which is actually like one of my mom's ideas, uh, strips of fabric. And we would like hodgepodge, which is a type of glue or Mod Podge rather type of a glue. And we would make all these different designs and stuff. And we would give out these boxes to people. And for years and years after my supply dwindled down to nothing, I still have people requesting these boxes because they're so freaking sturdy. But it was one of my favorite craft projects was actually making little gift boxes out of them because it was like um, using all these leftover pieces that were going to be thrown in the trash. And I like doing that. That's fun. That's fun. My answer to this question is uh, a simple no. Uh, I'm not a crafty person. Um, I don't think I've ever actually crafted an entire gift for someone. I'm trying to I can't think of a sock puppet. Nope. Nope. That was okay. an interesting wild uh, guess, but no. I'm just uh, thinking of something simple. Slab says, Aaron tried shrink next door on A+. That would be Apple TV+. You usually don't steer me wrong. Ted Lasso uh, only murders in the building and wanted your take before I dive in. I've only seen the first episode, uh, and my take is that I am in. I like uh, Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell. I think they're both great. Uh, if you're expecting them to be super funny Will Ferrell and super funny Paul Rudd, maybe dial those expectations back a bit because this is a more serious story, which is actually one of the reasons I'm kind of enjoying it. Um, not that it's not funny. There's a sense of humor to it, but it's it's not, you know, this is an Anchorman. You're not watching an Anchorman show, right? Like this is something, uh, and it's based on a true story, I believe. So I I'm finding it interesting. I'm finding the world interesting, but again, I'm only one episode in, so I don't necessarily have any kind of big opinions on it just yet and even though you didn't ask yes i'm watching top chef and project runway again and the world <laughs> is right <laughs> uh, this one's from lucas who asks have you tried coffee from other countries and what did you think yes actually i have um i love 
coffee flavor. In fact, I just drink my coffee black so I can taste the flavor of uh, of the coffee. And I have tried it. I don't remember where it was from because it was at a like a coffee tasting kind of a there was a group of friends. We had wine tasting and coffee tasting, not like it was mostly just like yummy food tasting parties. Mm-hmm. Um, usually they would be paired with another type of an event like our clothing exchange would be paired with coffee tasting and stuff like that. So, uh, but they always um, would bring in like various flavors. I remember one tasting almost like blueberry. It was so fruit-like, um, but yeah, I always forget about that. I buy local co- like a coffee from my local coffee shop um, and I forget to go to the market and try to find one, but that's a good reminder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yep. Uh, as as I'm sure many people know, my answer is no. Um, I don't like coffee. Like genuinely, do not enjoy putting it in my mouth uh, because the taste is horrible. All right, big dog. Horrible. horrible. For me. Um, for me. Good question for me. For me. Oh, it's gonna be about Dungeons and Dragons. I can just feel it. Or or role play. Here we go. Um, have you been watching Critical Role Campaign Three? And if so, which characters stick out to you? The answer, surprisingly, is no. I have not been watching Critical Role Campaign 3. Um, I'm still getting over the end of Campaign 2. Uh, and I'm also not, I just, I'm, I'm, I have literally filled every space of my creative brain with wild RP, although I'm getting better at making space for other things to exist in there again, because it really and unexpectedly just took all of my creative outlet and i just i've been pouring it towards uh wild rp um but i'm gonna be um guesting on an upcoming uh like a, there's a really really great rp happening with a dungeons and dragons group that i've been in, uh, asked to guest on so i've created my character and i'm getting ready for that so i have to i have to you know not be so dialed in to wild rp i've got to diversify a little bit um but yes i have not made space for listening to to the new campaign yet i am loving uh critical role campaign three <clears throat> shut I think your mouth okay i'm i'm sorry am i not allowed i saw when i was in uh when i was in los angeles uh recently there was a huge critical role billboard and i was like wow that's like yeah. that's so crazy how mainstream uh critical role uh, has become, but uh, I am partial to Ashton Graymore uh, as my favorite character of Campaign You're such 3. such a butt. Barbarians are fun. Barbarians. An absolute so. butt. <laughs> what? What? The ask question I answered. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh. Does yeah. anyone... Uh-huh. Oh, I like Lolia's response here. That is some big dog attitude right there. <laughs> it is. Uh, real, uh, real Mikey Alexander, or as we like uh, to call him, Really Ander. Really. Really Ander. Uh, have you gotten any advice from someone you normally trust and is reliable, but that one thing was so terrible you now question their overall expertise? Oof. That is a very specific question. I do not have anything that that uh, jumps to mind. Um but I'm sure I'm sure that happens, right? Where it's like, um, for me, it's going to be probably in the area of movies where it's like, oh yeah, like we like a lot of the same stuff, and then they'll be like, you know what was amazing, and it's this <laughs> terrible movie, and you're like, oh okay, well maybe we don't always like this. Um, yeah, I I think it's definitely happened. There's always somebody who gives you 
good advice and then all of a sudden you realize either that you've changed and their advice no longer is the same advice that you want or they really just steer you in the wrong direction mm -hmm. unintentionally yeah. hopefully yeah. um i can think of a couple but i'm not going to say them out loud because they're very very personal <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but you know I, 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 you know, there's a couple of times that people have given me advice and it's made me realize when I give advice, I, I really want to give the caveat, but you do you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's always got to be there somewhere. Yeah. yeah just, you know, sure. just here's what I would do, but it might not work out, you know, for you, for what you would want to do. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but also I just have to say too, sometimes you have to follow bad advice to realize where you are, that you're, you don't agree. Um, mm -hmm. Like you listen to a podcast, like a financial podcast or something, and they give you advice. And then all of a sudden, like you follow the advice until you experience something like, oh, this isn't for me. And you decide to do something completely different. So yeah. <laughs> those are not always bad things to be given bad advice. Sometimes you have to go through them to realize that you have your own opinions. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Caleb agrees with me, says Ashton is pretty great. Um, <laughs> I, that's what I would say. I would definitely say that. <laughs> so uh, Lab says Mama Breezy almost got thrown under the bus there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, she has actually given me pretty good advice for the most part. Lucas says, Aaron, why does no one talk about how awesome the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is? It's so good. Uh, it's not right at the front of the public consciousness right now, but you're not wrong. Uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is very, very good um, right from the get-go. That's a fun one to watch. Yeah, for sure. Is that uh, one that's been on for a while? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because uh, I feel like I've heard that like I, a while ago, years ago, mm -hmm. heard that those words all together. Yep. I'm not sure when the last season uh, came out, but it's it's been a hot minute. But it's it's really, really good. And, you know, you may not hear anyone talking about it, but it's won a ton of awards. Um, it basically swept the Critics' Choice Awards the years that there have been seasons um, because it's so good. Uh, but yeah, so Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is great for sure. For uh, sure. I think that'll wrap it up. Thank you. We appreciate you guys um, for hanging out with us on Mondays and some days, maybe some someday uh, we'll do a someday. again. We might get back into the some days. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out, especially those of you guys who follow me on Twitch um, and for taking a break from, you know, what most of you guys are probably used to at this point, which is some um, role play. Uh, I do want to give a quick announcement while I have you guys' attention when that is that I will be taking a week off of RP. In fact, today is my last day on stream until next week uh, as I am going to be traveling which is exciting. Um, and I'm ho I was hoping, am hoping that maybe I could do a little bit of from the road um, check-in, but it would be a cheap, cheap version uh, just based on my internet connection. But I might do something like that and try to show you some lost scenes that haven't been, uh, that I haven't aired before. However, just it's all based on internet and I'm really not sure what to expect. So if I appear, it will be a fun um, extra, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I will see you guys next Monday for my channel. Um, and huge thanks to Swinky for the follow today and for Craft for making me drink water. I appreciate that. And we are going to raid. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to raid into uh, Venus World today, who is someone you I haven't shown you guys before but um, a very, very talented singer and performer. And I uh, am slightly obsessed with her voice. 
and I love anyone who can perform like this. Uh, so nice. we're gonna we're gonna read into Venus World today. Very nice. Well, we love you, and we will catch you on the next Monday or someday. Don't go yet, Aaron. You can't leave yet until I hit my little raid button. I'll just wait here. Uh, while we're waiting, I will also say I really, <laughs> really do like mm-hmm. uh, how Travis plays Bertrand. Uh, that character is awesome as well. You are such a butt. Um. <laughs> I have begged you to watch this show. And then someone brings it up. Have you started watching season three? And I'm like, can three? And I'm like, no, I haven't got to it yet. And you're like, I'm watching it because you're a butt. You're yeah. such a butt. There's a character called Fresh Cut Grass uh, this season as well. That Guys, is we're rating. Hilarious. We're rating now. All right. See you on the next Monday or someday. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.